0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the interview show here on tech I hope that everyone has been doing well. So um, this interview with my guest for the day, Matthew, we discuss virtual learning and how it has impacted um, the ability to move on and prepare for the college atmosphere, as well as finalizing um, that final year of high school um, during this COVID-19 pandemic. Um, the interview show will begin in just a moment. Stay tuned. Hello everyone and welcome back to the interview show here in Brands Tech. How are you all? I hope that everyone has been doing well. So today I have Matthew as my guest here on the interview show. Welcome. It is so great to have you here.
1: Oh, thank you. It's an honor, and uh, yeah, I'm just Ma- my name is Matthew Peralta. I'm just kind of here. Brandon uh, kindly invited me to the podcast a couple weeks ago, and uh, when I finally wrapped up with all my college stuff—well, not college stuff, but you know, high school duties and uh, college applications and you know all that stuff—and I was finally, you know, fin- able to find time to be on the podcast. And so I'm just super hyped to be here, and I'm just uh, kind of uh, excited for what we're gonna talk about today.
0: Yeah, that is great that you're excited to be here. So first of all, how are you today?
1: Oh, I'm good. You know, uh, my day was fine and I'm just, I'm feeling okay. You know, it's not like, I feeling like,
0: like no, I'm not feeling like
1: the best, but I'm feeling pretty good.
0: That's good. And so our topic for today is technology in our everyday, um, in your everyday life, um, especially like with ending out high school and preparing for college. And so right now, how is that experience for you, especially in this pandemic with, you know, hybrid online and sort of a mix of it.
1: Well, yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. It's it's not the best. All this online stuff. I mean, I'm adapting, but I'm not sure that it's like I'm adapting in the best way. Because it actually for me and probably for most people, my or in my situation, my you know high schoolers, and high, um, it started back actually last spring, uh, when you know, COVID. Uh, people started to recognize COVID as like a more serious problem. And, uh, you know, we, everyone's uh, in Virginia, the governor was like, you know, you need to go stay home. School's canceled, school's out. And so I went to a little private school actually. So what I heard from my, you know, public high school friends is that basically once the governor, you know, released that statement that, you know, school's out, you don't, you have, you can't, you know, you have to stay home that basically school just stopped for them for high school for the public high schools because you know they didn't they just like the teachers would assign work but they didn't really care if you did it so basically it was just a really long summer break for them but for me it was a, a little different it was like you know it wasn't as like it wasn't as lax but there was still work to do you know the teachers would actually give out assignments and you did you know they'd make sure at the end of the week so kind of like what i'm doing now and uh you know I'd say that was kind of really where it went all downhill. Well, not all downhill, I'd say, but, you know, it kind of, like, it got worse. It didn't really get any better. And I don't really want to blame it on technology, but I guess that's the kind of the only place I really can put yeah. my fingers. Because, you know, it's like, in school, for most people, if you're, like, you know, at least, you know, mildly studious, then you want to get your work done that night, you know, so you don't have the shame of, like, not – having something to turn in the next day. But with online learning, it's, it's not like that, you know, you turn it in, but if you don't, if you miss something, who's going to be there to chastise, you? you know, maybe if your parents care enough, they will. But for most people, they're just like, eh, you know, I didn't turn it in. I'll just, you know, get it in tomorrow. The teacher isn't there to yell at me or whatever. So they just kind of keep putting it off. And I feel like maybe, I feel like I'm not alone with that, but I don't, I don't want to speak for everybody. But that's just how I feel. And that's kind of why, like, it's a little bit harder for me to do work and get it done now than it was when we were back in school. But overall I'd say it's a, it's a, it's a new experience. I'm not going to you know, beat on it too harshly, but I think overall it's overall negative, but I think there's some things I can still take out of this.
0: Wow. So do you still go to private school?
1: Uh, no, it, it, a uh, funny story. It, it, it wasn't like for the past couple years of like it's final, final years. It, Wasn't doing so well, and uh, there's a lot of stuff that I won't really get into right now. But basically, it caused it to shut down last year, I'm sure that the pandemic really didn't help that at all. So then now I'm going to the high school, the public high school, go to EC Glass um, in Lynchburg, and it's okay. You know, it's it's pretty much the same. You just the teacher gives you assignments, you do them by the end of the week, rinse and repeat. And then they're doing these hybrid classes now, and I'm pretty sure I'm not alone. I think everybody. Most, people, most schools, you know, in Virginia, if not everywhere, are doing this where it's like, you know, it's just split up the amount of students that are in the building, you know. There's one group, cohort A, and then another group, cohort B, and they just kind of alternate between the days. And, you know, it, you go in there, and from my experience, you don't really do much. Like, the teachers, they don't really teach you that well, because they're, they're just there to kind of, like, go over the week's assignments and maybe answer a little bit of questions, but they don't go over a lot of new material. I think the best, you know, best case scenario I've had so far in my school was my calculus teacher, and he actually takes a little bit of time in the the short time that we have in the week to, you know, at least help us with the homework or go over, like, a new topic, so I'd say that's that's a a plus, but other than that, it's kind of bland.
0: Wow, and so for you having to essentially, during the pandemic time, like, not only, like, go virtual, but then go virtual and switch schools, like, how, how was that, like, for you, like, having to switch schools, like, this late within, within high school and still be in this pandemic for you?
1: Oh, man, it was, actually, you know what, it wasn't as bad as I would think, because, like, you know, I, I would consider myself a pretty social person, so, you know, going to a bigger school didn't really scare me. It was just that, you know, that's the kind of like the, the a dub, I would call it a double-edged sword, the transition from a different school, especially in this kind of time. Because, you know, one, the uh, the pandemic actually made it a little easier because, you know, you didn't have to like go through the stress of like talking to people or you didn't have to go through the stress of like, you know, doing work. Because, you know, like uh, virtual homework, I, I think everybody can agree with me on this. It's easier. Like it's, it's not as challenging. There's just like more of it, I guess. So there's more homework, but it's like more of less, if you know what I
0: mean. Yeah, I know what you mean.
1: So then, um, but then it also made it harder because, you know, it was, it, it, mean, it meant because of uh virtual stuff and I had to do it. I had to go it alone pretty much. Maybe I could, you know, shoot my guidance counselor an occasional email, but you know, going to a new school, you have no friends. At least, you know, you know some people are already coming over there. And I did, but, you know, it was only one or two, maybe like three or four people. So basically I had to go it alone, you know, no help from friends. I didn't know any of the teachers. Uh, the guidance counselor, you know, we we just met. I just talked to them. And uh, it was just, you know, something that I had to really do myself. So I'd say that actually I got something out of uh, going to switching schools this year, you know, coming a little bit more self-dependent, you know. Being able to rely on myself a little bit more than you know people at the school, so I'd say I got something out of it, but mainly it's been uh, it's been a little bit more on the rougher side.
0: Wow yeah that that yeah that like you said, that actually re- really sounds you know beneficial for you you know even though like you said it's not like the most ideal situation, but it sounds like you are truly able to make the most out of that situation. And so with starting off virtually, I know how you mentioned that, you know, you didn't have that many friends going in. And so like, with your virtual classes, were there any opportunities to meet people or was that only really when you got to being able to go hybrid? How was that? Yeah.
1: In virtual, there was practically zero. I was in for the whole first quarter of the year, you know, first 9 weeks. I was attending virtual classes just, you know, to familiarize myself with the classes and the teachers and whatnot and maybe some students. But no one really went to those first of all. And second of all, the people that do went, you know, it's like the typical face cam off, mic off, you know, just listening to the teacher, not really interacting that much. So yeah, basically my chances of meeting anybody, socializing in a virtual environment close to zero. But then hybrid started. It's a little better. I met a couple people in the in my classes, but even in hybrid, it's kind of hard because the classes are spaced out and uh, no one really talks for some reason. It's not as like vibrant as a normal classroom would be. Even in my small school, like last year, you know. But maybe it's because we were so like close knit, because everyone knew each other, so we we're all kind of more like one big you know friend group. And so no one was re- in. But in class, you know, the hybrid classes, no one was really talking that much. Maybe it's just the classes I'm in. Who knows? Maybe in the lower classes, it's more vibrant. But for me, it's kind of been a bland experience overall.
0: Wow. And so how is your time management, like, with doing your classes um, virtually and with your hybrid? Like, trying to manage how to do assignments, when to do them, like, overall? How's that experience been for you?
1: Oh, it's it's been rough. My time management has been going down. Like, it's all been downhill from i'd say from this from actually start it started in spring because uh, i'd say in school my time management was pretty good i'd you know i'd try to i'd get i get my homework after every class and i try to get it done as much as i could and you know at the end of classes or in study halls and then so i wouldn't have to take you know books or whatever home with me unless you know i needed to study and but you know and that my time management was great i'd, I'd you know i'd say i don't really want to I'd say it was at least decent. My time management in you know in-person school last year was decent, and then starting in the spring when my school switched to you know virtual learning, it kind of went downhill. I remember I'd kind of just not do homework until like eleven or twelve at night, and then not go to bed until three or four, and then that just kind of stuck in the summer when I didn't have any work. So that's just my schedule, and I've 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 tried my I've tried really hard to break out of that schedule, and it and it's worked. You know, I'm doing my homework earlier now, but now with the new virtual stuff um uh you get get, i don't know if if anyone else can relate but you get really like uh i can't think of the word but you get really like stale i guess and it's you know at first the first nine weeks i was like maybe it's because the work was light and i was just new it was kind of like that you know looking at it you you know really positive i was just like I was thinking I'll get everything done in the first day or two and not have anything, you know, to, else to do for the week. Maybe I can give myself some free time. And it worked, you know. But as the work got more, there was more and more work and the work got a little bit tougher. You know, that didn't really hold anymore. So then I was just kind of like putting off work cuz it wasn't like, you know, as easy anymore. So I just kind of put it off, oh, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it. And then eventually it was Friday and then Saturday and then here you are on like Saturday night or Sunday night, you know, grinding. Getting all your work, all my work's done, all my weeks worth uh, of uh, work, you know, done in one night, and it's it's all right. I mean, the work is still like easy enough where that's manageable, but it's getting a little harder now, and especially since I'm taking APs, like uh, I'm kind of worried how the materials really help if the re- if the material really is helping me for the upcoming AP exams in the spring.
0: Wow! Yeah. Procrastination has truly become almost like the staple of the pandemic in terms of you know academics, I guess. You know, all around, even for some of the most studious
1: people. Yeah, I would say. i honestly I I'd blame it on two things. Actually, no, just one thing. I'd blame it on the virtual. That that I'm you know, call me like arrogant or whatever, but I'm I'm putting all the blame on the virtual environment. Because for me, what motivated me to not, you know you know, not be late with assignments and do them on time and do them as quickly as possible is, um, you know, the shame of like, you know, walking into the classroom next morning empty-handed, you know, not having your work turned in. Or if you're not, if you have no shame, then, you know, maybe like uh, you just, you know, oh, you know, I have to catch up on this work and then on today's work. So then, you know, it, being in school, all those factors really help, you know, the normal, I guess, you know, normal student you know, air quotes, uh, really push to just kind of stay on time and keep on track. But, you know, with that virtual environment, all of those elements are gone. You know, you know, you don't have to show up next day with your work. Um, There's no, you know, there's no checking. They just kind of like give you a checklist and you have to do all this assignment by the end of the week and you're good. They don't really care that much. So I would say that the virtual environment really has ruined mine and a lot of others, you know, I can probably speak for a lot of people in the, when I say this, but I, you know, the virtual environment really has ruined mine and others' sense of kind of time management and sense of importance in the
0: work. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Do you see, like, well, actually, this is a two-part question, um, sort of unrelated questions. But the first question is, do you believe that anything has? like helped going virtual, like any part of your, your academic schedule or time management um like been more beneficial for you over the pandemic? And then the second question is do you believe that there's anything that the teachers of the schools um can do to help make online virtual learning more effective for you?
1: That's those are good questions, and I hmm well for the first one I'd say something that good that came out of it is just kind of like um, I have more. It's not really academic related, but it just, you know, with all the work, you know, being not optional but kind of on a more lenient time frame, I've kind of gotten a little bit more time to just do what my own thing. And you know, that might be a good or a bad thing. So people will interpret that as oh, you know, he's slacking off, or you know, oh, he find you know. I'm he's like you know lazy and you know that's perfectly valid you know sometimes i have those thoughts am i just am i you know being lazy or do i just really kind of want to take a break and so i guess you know that's maybe one you know quote-unquote good thing but other than that i can't really think of it the virtual learning environment is really just i don't think anyone has found it maybe the introverts but you know the i don't think the majority of students you know find the virtual to be kind of like uh you know boring at best and uh can you repeat the second question again I, I i forgot i'm sorry
0: oh you're good so my second question was do you believe that there's anything that the teachers or schools can do overall to better help your experience with the virtual learning
1: hmm well i've seen what's it called v- videos online and this is gonna sound weird, but I've seen the zoom bombing videos where they like this one there's people who like raid zoom calls and like kind of have fun you know kind of like cause a ruckus in the zoom call, but you know of all the ones that I've seen is that they're that's okay this' is not what I'm trying to you know endorse, but I'm just saying like in all those zoom bombings that I've seen that the zooms the the teachers are actually kind of going over materials they have powerpoints and stuff and like you know they're actually, you know, going over material which is uh which is more than what, you know, pe- uh, teachers at my school are kind of doing generally speaking. So, I think that's one thing that they could they could try. I don't know if it'd be effective though, is to um is to, you know, start holding Zoom lessons that actually teach material. But then I actually remember that their reasoning for that is cuz like it's split into two different groups. Mm-hmm both going over the same material on different days of the week so the teachers would just have to basically reteach the same thing twice and I guess they don't want to do that so uh, that's one way they could do it and I'm not sure if I can think of another way off the top of my head but that's all I can give you right now I'll think I'll try to think of something later
0: wow so so but even like when you were just virtually would they at least teach it then or is it still really up to you to almost learn it no,
1: they had the, the weekly or daily Zoom calls, and they were just basically to answer your questions on an assignment or to kind of go over the what's on the docket for the week, but nothing close to going over the lesson. The best thing, I, the closest thing I can give you to that is my calculus teacher. He has these pre-recorded videos of the lessons, and he just makes us watch that. So it's kind of like a lesson in itself, but it's not live, so... It's, it's the, it's the closest I can get, but it's still not, you know, the real thing. Wow. Oh, wait, actually there's one, uh, I have, I, I take a dual enrollment chemistry class at my local community college and, um, my chemistry teacher there, he's awesome. He's really good. I like him. Um, he, he had these daily zoom meetings at the uh, 10 where we would actually go over stuff and we'd, you know, he'd go yeah! If you have a slideshow of chemistry stuff and it actually teach us and i actually really like that because it made me feel like i was in a classroom again i let you know not really but basically
0: nice and so with the hybrid um learning do you see any like benefit for you like over the virtual learning or does it still have those restrictions that you just described like with the virtual learning like how was that experience for you so uh
1: here, for me personally, here's my take on it. At my school, at least, hybrid is basically virtual but in person, if that makes any sense.
0: Yeah, I, I understand that.
1: And uh, But for me, actually, it helps me a little because... When I'm there, even though they're not teaching anything, I get the work done in class. So instead of like, you know, putting it off until the next day or whatever, I'll actually do it in class and i don't have to worry about it, which is good because, you, know, you know, being in that building just physically kind of motivates me to get some work done. At least when I'm at home, I'm pretty sure most people can relate. They don't feel like doing work. Like, you know, when you're in the your room, especially I heard, uh, well, I'll, I'll get into that later. But, you know, when I'm in my room, I don't really feel like doing work that much. I have my consoles right next to me. Sometimes I'll just maybe plop down, play a game for a little bit instead of doing doing work. And that's not good, I admit. But it's just kind of hard. And that's, um. and so I'm going to elaborate on what I was saying earlier. I don't know if it's true or not. And maybe you heard it. But I heard a study that um. Uh, you need to separate your home from your office if you're doing virtual, like if you're doing from home. And so it gives you like that sense of like, you know, you're at least you're commuting because maybe you can do your schoolwork in a different room than your bedroom, or go down to the kitchen and do it on the dining table or whatever. Because it kind of establishes that sense of separation instead. Because if you do it in your, if you do your work in the same place that you know you play video games or you go to bed in or whatever, or you just relax in, then you're gonna have that kind of like that association, like you know, not association, but you're just gonna have a le- you're gonna be less motivated to actually do your work. So yeah, that, that's just what I heard. So I, I, maybe I'll think about doing that. They'll just start doing my work in another room. Anyways, so yeah, that's all I have to say about that.
0: Yeah, definitely. I am, um, I'm quite familiar with, um, with that study. And like for me, with my college work and my, um, and my, rec- my recordings, I've actually recently moved that to a separate, a separate room to be able to sort of do a better job at, I guess, separating them and it it has worked a bit but you know like you're like you said because i guess being in the physical building helps keep you more accountable and like seeing those teachers or in my case those professors and and other people it's like okay i i need to be on top of this but with virtual i mean you're theoretically working at your own time and so you know you don't have those, those pressures to do the assignments. It's like, you know, essentially it's just you and the clock. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, and so with you preparing to go to college um, soon, like how has the experience been for you trying to, I guess, get ready for that and like apply? Because you can't do really in-person college visits, at least to the extent that you would have been able to in the past. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, well, uh, I actually, well, yeah, that is true. Um, uh, my college, yeah, actually, well, cause here's the deal. I don't have anything to compare, you know, cause this is my first, probably and only time applying to colleges. So I have nothing to compare it to. So I can't objectively say if it's better or worse than anything cause there's no basis for comparison. But, you know, I would say that it's, um, apart from no college visits i'd say it's probably exactly what i'd be doing if i was in person just going on the common app uh finding researching colleges on the web and then you know filling out the applications so i feel like it's not that different you know, the only thing is what you were saying is the, the um the physical college visits yeah the physical college visits sorry yeah um that they're that lacking but i actually you know took time to visit a couple colleges with my friends i think one or two years back but, you know, before all this, uh, the pandemic and stuff. So I've had a, you know a chance to you know know what a college tour feels like, know what a, you know a campus looks like. So I, I'm I'm I feel like I'm pretty well prepared. Not well prepared, but I'm I'm gonna be okay. I'll be okay for college.
0: That's good. Have you done any virtual tours at all of the colleges?
1: Uh, I think I was planning on one, but I may have forgotten about it. I think it. But I did a Virginia College Application Week. And I talked with some reps from some colleges and I was able to get some good insight on certain colleges that I was interested in. So that's probably about as close as to a virtual tour as I got.
0: Wow. And so, let me see. And so just throughout like your everyday life right now, it's like, how has technology, like the use of technology like really impacted your, you know, your day to day, especially like I said, now in the pandemic where, you know, technology is essentially like the everyday tool. I mean, it's not just, you know, a, you know, I want to use technology today. It's essentially a requirement now from, you know, school to, you know, certain jobs and everyday life. How was, how has that been for you? Like your everyday tech use, I guess.
1: Hmm. Well, that's a good question, but I actually have to say that it's pretty much stayed the same, I guess, because last year, in the classroom I just, you know, have my little Chromebook with me, the school sanctioned Chromebook. And I'd just, you know, be like in sitting at my desk taking notes on the most of the time, depending on the subject, I'd be using my Chromebook to take notes. And um uh that's just how it'd be for me and I think it's no different from this year. And since you know, there's such a big like well not I okay, I'm not a loss for words here, but I uh Hold on, I'm trying to think of what, what I'm trying to say. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm drawing a mental blank here. I don't know what Dude. happened. So, what were we talking about?
0: Uh, like your everyday technology use.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Um, so then about that, it's like, I feel like in comparison to last year, nothing's really changed. Like I'll I'll use my Chromebook. A, a little bit more because, you know, all of the assignments are now reliant on technology. But other than that, I feel like nothing much in relation to my uses of technology or understanding of it or proficiency with it has really changed that much.
0: Yeah, that's good at least, you know, to have that consistency in place. And so um, and so I know how you said it earlier that you're a very social person. And so... Um, and so, like, after everything closed, like, have you used more, I guess, technology to, like, stay in touch with, like, with friends, or is it about the same as it was before, or how was that? Um, happen?
1: Yeah, actually, I was uh, pretty, I'm pretty, I was pretty social pre-quarant, or pre-pandemic, and I still am, and, uh, you know, my social media is kind of, it's actually, I feel like it's, they're the same you know i'd go log in on instagram or snapchat or whatever and just you know message people a little bit and then i'd kind of stop and then mainly my way of keeping in touch with people apart from you know hanging out with them um was to like play games and that's just kind of what i did i'd hit up some of my close friends who i play games with you know i'd be like hey you want to play some games and they're like yeah and so you know we'd play a little bit for a couple hours and then we'd kind of catch up and we'd talk so it's kind of like a like we're doing right now, like a little informal podcast, you know, we just kind of be like, Hey, how are you doing in the, in the game? So while we're playing. So I feel like that's a good way for me to keep connecting with my, uh, you know, with my friends and, uh, as you know, hopefully as restrictions get lighter, but I don't think they are, maybe we can get back to hanging out in person. Cause that's what I used to, that's what I'm really looking forward to.
0: Yeah. I know there's a lot of stuff that you know, we wish we could do now, but you know, with your know, current safety measures in place, of course, um, yeah, it's a lot harder to do those things, you know, while maintaining our health and safety. Um, yeah, but but overall, what do you think has been, I guess, the biggest technological help towards you? And what do you think has hurt you the most? Although I assume that for hurting you the most, probably the online learning for you, I would assume.
1: Yeah, online learning has been a huge. It's it's been a. It's an. It, I'll just call it an experience because I don't want to run egg on it too much. I wouldn't say it's completely negative, but I'd, I'd say it's an experience in itself. Online learning is, and um, I guess the biggest help for me, was actually, well, does it have to be technology related or? Oh no. Well, I guess the biggest help, is, hmm, probably. My old cat, my old uh, my old math teacher, cause uh, she's a nice she's a nice person. Um, she reached out to me a while ago in the summer, or maybe even late spring, and, and when the school was closing, we exchanged contact info. And she's like, "If you ever need me to help you with math, I'm available." And um, and that's what kind of what's been carrying me through calculus this year, yeah. is um, we'd go we'd go to like a park, a nice open area, and you know we'd sit you know, as 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 far away as we could, you know, without making it hard to hear each other. And we'd be wearing masks, of course. And, you know, maybe for an hour and a half or two hours a day, or not a day, but like, you know, you know, for at a time, we'd meet up maybe once, twice, or maybe even three times a week in the park. And I'd bring my textbooks and stuff. And she would help me with my math. And I think that's my, probably my biggest help of the year. And it's just kind of, uh, you know, giving me something to like, not look forward to, but just something, you know, like, that I enjoy
0: doing, is, you know, doing,
1: actually, unsurprisingly, unsurri- doing calculus with my old teacher.
0: Wow, that's great, and, I'm, you know, it's, I'm glad to hear that you're able to keep in contact. Um, you know, That's something that a lot of people have a hard time doing, like, truly being able to keep in contact with people, especially, you know, with old teachers and old, um, you know, professors being able to especially because it's not like we stand still, like we move on with our academic career. So it's, it's a good thing that you're able to maintain that, that contact. I, I personally try to do my best to, um, you know, stay in touch with my old teachers and stuff as, as best as I can. Um, but yeah, but this has been a great conversation. Is there anything that you would like to say before we close out um, this interview?
1: Um. Well, you know, other than obviously, thank you for having me. I can't really think of anything else to say, other you know, topic-wise. But I, it has been a really stimulating experience, and um, it's kind of been actually not really like a therapy session. But you're actually the only one I've uh, talked to about you know, my concerns for the virtual environment. So I'm glad that I was able to, you know, let you know. And with your podcast, you know, hopefully more people will hear this message and, you know, they can kind of relate. I don't know if it'll help them a bit much, but at least, you know, the word is out and hopefully more people can relate with me. But other than that, I have no words. Um, Thank you so much.
0: Oh, you're welcome. It has been a pleasure being able to talk to you um, for this interview. And I hope one day that we're able to talk again um, soon.
1: I hope so, too. And I hope, you know, we can get more people maybe do like a joint podcast, not a joint podcast, but maybe have like multiple members and like a group discussion format if that's okay with you.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is something I'll definitely take into consideration going forward. But thank you so much once again for um, being here. And thank you to all of you for listening to today's podcast. I hope you all enjoyed it. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Stay safe, stay well. And I'll um, talk to you all later.